Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back. I am your host, Keila hill Trawick, and today we're going to be talking about cash flow. Now, why is this important? The reason is because in a lot of ways, cash flow is really more important than revenue. It's not just about how much money you're bringing in. We really need the timing to be right, right? We want to make sure that the amount of money that is coming in is properly on time for the amount that has to go out. And there are some ways that you really want to pay attention to this and some pitfalls that I see a lot of people fall into. So let's get started on today's show. All right. So think about this. You've got a project and they're going to pay you a million dollars, but they're going to pay you later. And right now you've got a ton of upfront expenses that you need to incur in order to prepare for this project. Almost what good is it that you're going to have a million dollars down the line? Yes, it's a lot of money and I am not disputing that, but how much do you have right now to be able to cover the expenses that are going to come out before that check clears? This is why we want to talk about cash flow today. Many businesses, small businesses are seasonal or at least have ebbs and flows. And this is especially important for people who work on a project basis or people who are um, doing launches. So this idea that like money can come in and then money doesn't come in and money can come in and then money doesn't. And trust, Little Fish knows all about this. So what do we want to do with this? How do we want to prepare for this? Well, the first thing is we need a cushion. Now, we recommend that all small business owners have about three to six months in the bank um, as a cushion of monthly expenses, just to make sure that as that trend happens throughout the business, you never get caught in the negatives. Three to six months is just kind of a baseline. It's based on your risk tolerance. Some people feel really good having less than that in the bank. Some people will not feel comfortable unless they've got significantly more than that in the bank. And there's a couple of things that you'll want to think about in order to consider what is the right number for you. The first thing is, do you have a team? It is a lot different bringing together expenses for full-time or part-time team members for whom you're responsible for their salary and just covering yourself. We're important too, but you got to think about when you've got other people that are on the payroll, how much do you need to have in the bank to feel comfortable for how long you'd be able to pay them if there were any kind of downturn? The second thing is, are you contracted with any services or software that are going to have ongoing recurring payments that are significant enough that you want to plan for them? I'm not talking about the $2 subscriptions and the $5 subscriptions, although we do want that in the budget. I'm talking about those six-month masterminds or those, for us, tax software or niche software that's for your business that is going to be a big expense that you want to make sure that the money that you have in the bank now isn't going to be wiped out by those expenses coming through. That includes things like tax payments. So when we're looking at, hey, how much money is really available, we don't want taxes to come in and take all of that from you. And we'll talk about exactly what that looks like in a little bit. The other thing that you want to think about are personal matters. So 
if you are the sole breadwinner in your family or the majority breadwinner, you'll want to consider how much more you might need to set to the side in order to really feel comfortable. How would your family be affected if there was a downturn in your business? Now, none of us want that to happen. We've all got some input financially in what we're giving to our homes, but your other income streams, your spouse's income, all of those might feed into just how big your cushion needs to be for you to feel comfortable. All right, so let's cover a couple of pitfalls that I see come up a lot. The first one is double counting sales. So where this typically will happen is that you have a third party processor that is talking to your accounting system and you've also got your accounting system. And so you've recorded money is coming in and it is also putting information and there's money coming in. Well, now it looks like you're getting double sales every month which is not true and could skew you disproportionately to make you think that more money is going to be coming in than actually is. Comparatively, another thing that we see come up is that payments that come in for invoices are applied as sales and not as payments to the invoice. Let me give you an example. So let's say that you give me an invoice and I owe you $1,000, right? Invoice is sitting out over here. I pay the $1,000. But instead of applying that as a payment to this invoice, you just say you made a $1,000 sale. The problem with that is you have these open invoices over here that may lead you to think that you've got more money coming in the upcoming months. You may think to yourself, oh, I don't have to worry about that because next month $10,000 is coming in. But it turns out that $5,000 of these invoices have already been paid and you just haven't accounted for them properly. So it could lead you to be in the red the following month when you're expecting money to come in that actually doesn't. The other thing is not invoicing clients properly. So doing the work before you get paid or doing work without realizing that you've gotten paid. I've seen people who are sending PDF invoices or sending invoices through a system without any reminders. You really need to have that connection. When you're about to start doing some work or start incurring some costs, you want to make sure that you have money coming in, that you've been paid for the work that you're going to do, and that you're not spending a lot of admin time chasing after people. Include a link to an invoice that can have automated reminders. Almost all um, accounting systems will do this for you. If you've got a system that you like, use it. Make sure that you're reminding customers, hey, you're due um, tomorrow. Your invoice is overdue by one day. It's overdue by seven days. Let the computer do some of that work for you so that you don't have to focus so much on that. And when you're looking at your bookkeeping, make sure that every week you're taking an overview of outstanding invoices so that if you need to personally reach out, you have a real idea of what's outstanding. Finally, and I mentioned this before, you want to make sure that you're prepared for taxes and operating expenses. If you've got a cash cushion to the side that's going to cover, say, three months of operating expenses, it's going to cover a lot less if you have a tax liability that comes in and sweeps that away. So we recommend that you have a separate tax account in order to pay for taxes down the line. But at the very least, you want to make sure that the amount that is in the bank account, you can actually look to, to pay all of the expenses that you expected to. If you're going to have one bank account, you want to make sure that it's accounting for taxes, operating expenses, paying yourself, all of those things in that account. Don't mistakenly think that this will cover everything when it was really just enough to cover, say, paying your people. Now, one thing that I wanted to add to our podcast is we get some 
questions that lead me to think it might be helpful for you to not only have the strategy, but really some insight as to how we handle this for our clients. So in terms of cash flow, one of the first things that we do is that we require a separate bank account for this cash cushion. Why? I just think mentally it is easier to see that the money that is over here is actually in my checking account that's meant to pay everything that's happening now. And I have a separate fund for if anything goes wrong or if I need to pull from somewhere else. Think of it just like your personal account. You got your checking account and you got your savings account. Your checking account is meant to cover everything that is happening. Your savings account, I loathe to use the word emergency fund, but it's really a cushion so that if anything happened and you didn't have enough in your checking account, you can draw directly from there. We also make sure that we make a budget with our monthly clients so that we can see a spending plan. So when we are trying to figure out how much is one month or three months or six months of expenses, we need to have a budget of how much the business costs to run. And then we can use that to break down to a monthly amount in order to determine how much cash is actually available. Speaking of that one month, three months, six months, that's a tip that that is where we start. So if you've got no savings, we start with trying to get one month of expenses put aside. That would give you one month of runway so that if anything happened with the business, if you got sick, if there was a downturn, if you lost a client, if a project ended early, if anything unexpected happened, that's how much runway you have if no additional income was coming in. Now, if you get to the one month, when you get to the one month, we want to start shooting for three months. And once you get to three months, we want to start shooting for six. Every month when we provide monthly financials, we have a snapshot that shows this. How much is in the bank account? How much are we looking to have in the bank account? How many months does that cover? And what is our target for what that covers? We want to keep up to date on where you stand with money so that if there are any dips, you're aware of them and you're not surprised. The other thing is if you have less than three months of available, we recommend some other cash infusions specifically lines of credit. If you can get one, we prefer lines of credit to things like credit cards or loans because the money is just available, but it hasn't actually been dispersed to you. So I love this idea of an available few thousand dollars that is sitting to the side that you don't necessarily need to touch and you don't have anything to pay back as long as you don't take any money out, as opposed to a loan, which will also do the job for you, but they're gonna give you all of that money at once and then you have to start paying it back immediately, whether you actually spend that money or not. So giving the opportunity to say, hey, less than three months is available. We really want you to start looking at other ways for cash to come in. Just gives you kind of yet another cushion. Remember, when you work for yourself, there's almost no one that's going to bail you out. And we just want to make sure that you are prepared as well as you can be with money that's on the side in order to prevent any negative months where you're trying to figure out how you can pay people or pay for services that are coming up and need to be paid based on what's coming. Now, in addition to tracking every month to see where we are in accordance with that months of cash on hand goal, we also do a forecast for um, some of our monthly clients in order to make sure that they're is a spending plan. And then there is a, where are we trending to spend? So we want to see, yeah, this is what I budgeted to make next month, but how many invoices have been sent out? How much is expected to be paid in the next month? Did anything happen this month that might take us um, outside the budget that we should be prepared for in the next month, three months, or six months? We want to be able to see that so that you can see how much cash is really going to be available. Remember, as much data as you can possibly 
have to really prepare for what is coming for the business, the better off you are to make strategic decisions about the money that is actually available to you right now. All right, so what does all of this mean? Well, cash is king. When it comes to especially paying your employees or your team members, you're likely not going to be able to do that on something like a credit card. So you really want to have cash available. It's also really nice to be able to go to the bank and take money out if you need it. I haven't been to the bank in forever, but if you had to go to the bank, you could go to the bank and take the money out when you needed it. Finally, we just want to make sure that you've got visibility to your business and how long it could go. You know, Little Fish has some of the same things, right? We've got tax season that comes where a bunch of money is going to come in, but that is not the same amount that we're going to get throughout the year. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, but that means that we need to strategically plan how that cash infusion is going to be used to pay for things throughout the year. I just want to make sure that you have that same opportunity, that you're able to look at the cash that's available in your bank account and say, does it already have a place? And if it doesn't, how long could I go before I'd have to think of another cash infusion? another way to make money in order to make sure that my business is financially sustainable. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like what you hear, we would love for you to subscribe and review, not just for us, but also to tell the community why you love us so much. In addition, if you're interested with keeping up with the goings on of Little Fish, in addition to tips and tricks and information to help keep your um, business financially sustainable and help you with strategic decisions to make sure that it's going as it should be, sign up for our newsletter. The link is going to be in the show notes. I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.